Hey, have you heard about popcultureclassroom.org? Pop Culture Classroom inspires a love of learning, increases literacy, celebrates diversity, and builds community through the tools of popular culture and the power of self-expression. That sounds awesome. Pop Culture Classroom envisions individuals transformed by the educational power of pop culture who create diverse, inclusive, and engaged communities, and they bring us Denver Pop Culture Comic Con. So... That's why you get these panels, these guests, these interviews, all of this programming that we offer through the BAC network. Other things that Pop Culture Classroom gives a shit about, quality service to kids and communities, respect, inclusiveness, and diversity, equality of opportunity, alternative approaches to education, recognizing each person's intrinsic dignity and importance, that's always good, and open communication, responsibility, and honesty. Does it sound like I'm reading that off their website? It's because I am. I want to get it right, because they deserve to get it right, and they deserve to have you go to their webpage, popcultureclassroom.org, and donate so that they can keep on trucking with their awesome mission to change the world through pop culture and literacy and education and etc. so you can ask questions to these amazing actors. Um, with that in mind, it's time to introduce them. I need you first to get loud for Clifford Chapin! And up next, Justin Cook! And how about Colleen Clinkenbeer! And last, but certainly not least, Justin Briner! Alright, so I'm going to start off with a really hard question. How is everybody? Fantastic! How are you guys? <laughs> I got that one from inside the actor's studio. <laughs> I'm sure you can tell. You're so professional. Thank you so much. I did practice. How crazy look? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> All right. No, but we are definitely here for this wonderful group. And so uh, we're going to get uh, questions sorted. Volunteers are in the audience uh, to uh, take questions, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, raise your hands. There we go. You can see them. So start your lineups now. I've only got a couple questions before we're going to get to yours. So make sure you get ready for some questions. But first things first, um, I'll start with Justin. We'll make our way down to answer this question. 
Uh, not a lot of voice actors get to work together, really. Do you all get to work together a lot, or do you find yourself kind of trading out? Is this when you get to hang? How is that experience as a voiceover actor? This is sort of our... Hello? Yes, this is sort of our hang time. Uh, what we do, the nature of what we do is very solitary. So as far as actors go, we don't often get to work together for, for dubbing. Uh, now, I do see Colleen and Cliff fairly often for uh, their director work when they, when they call me. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. And I do see Justin around the halls, of course. Uh, but otherwise, this is where we really get to hang out and, and, and catch up and everything. Unless y'all are meeting without me, but... <laughs> no. That could be. No. We do. We do. You were invited, even I was invited. That's weird. <laughs> All right, so Colleen, how is that as a, as a challenge to embrace as an actor? Because screen actors, you're acting to people. There's no one across from you, really, when you're doing this. How do you embrace that challenge? Um, I, <laughs> I can answer that with actor hat on or director hat on. Um, with actor hat on, uh, my answer is that I trust the director. So I'm going to go put director hat on. <laughs> um, and, it is a challenge to get people to sound like they're having a conversation, and that is really what our job is as directors, is to make sure that you don't feel that dissonance. So um, it, it, we rely on people who are good at constructing the, the relationships of the characters in their heads and like actually hearing in their mind what that conversation would sound like. Uh, which takes a lot of imagination. And then we also rely on the source material. We have the benefit of watching it in Japanese before we get it in English, which is fantastic, and that's kind of cheating. And we do it anyway. Uh, we, we get to see the whole finished product, and when we're acting, we get the music along with us, and sometimes if we're lucky enough, we get the other actor in there with us. So we have a lot of tools. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, speaking of tools, did you, did you? <laughs> he's my boss, I'm allowed to. Burn! I was going to say, he's our boss. I don't know <laughs> I'm taking the opposite approach on this. <laughs> There's no safer place than in front of a lot of wonderful people. No, so, have you ever gotten a moment where you, where you see it all cut together, Mr. Cook, and you're like, wow, that's... Awesome. Like, I didn't see the direction this was going. Are you ever surprised by how it sounds when everyone's voice is together? I am surprised approximately 18 times a week, every week, 352 weeks of the year. So, yeah, I mean, look, the work that the voice directors at Funimation are doing, I'm flanked here with two of them. I mean, it is, it is most fantastic. I used to do voice directing, and these guys, they have taken it on to an entirely new level. They've taken it uh, on to an entirely new speed as well of getting the stuff done. So, I mean, it's really fantastic what they do. Justin Cook is the progenitor, basically, of the Simul Dub. He's the reason you guys get Simul Dubs, because he made it happen. That's yeah. I, I don't hear this much applause from the voice directors. That's important <laughs> in, this, in this audience. You're very important to us. That's wonderful. So, Clifford, uh, likewise, you, you also direct. Yes. So, how, do you have any things you've learned when it comes to helping voice actors interact with nothing? Uh, or as a voice actor, things you've done, practice? Uh, the easy answer would be to just tell them how to do it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so many tools that you have to have at your disposal for this sort of a job, especially for ADR direction in general. Um, and, it's important to realize that every actor is different because every person is different. So every actor responds differently to 
to the uh, insight that you're giving them, the direction you're giving them. Some take uh, analogies very well. Some understand like, well, this is the word we want to emphasize more, and this this conveys this meaning, and and uh, and so it's uh, one of the most important skills is learning how to learn your actor um, and learn how to communicate with them. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. So before we get to your questions, because yours are going to be way better than mine were. <laughs> Um, we do have a couple just loose ground rules. The big one, uh, this is a Q&A, not an impression and A. So uh, minimum requests for impressions, uh, our, our panelists might be willing to throw something out at some point, but it won't be on command. We don't want to ask for it, we want to earn it, right? Yeah! So we're gonna try and get to the questions, and we're gonna start right over there, on the left, our left, your right. If you could voice act any other character, which character would you voice act? Do I have to have the physical ability to do it? <laughs> That's your choice, really. <laughs> oh, well, this is funny because uh, I, I was actually the runner-up for All Might. Uh, <laughs> and he is definitely who I would have... I know, but... Ah, it's okay, you know, ship's passing. Uh, but yeah, All Might, for sure. <laughs> um, I was going to say Todoroki because I really like that character but I'm going to say instead uh, Froppy because Suyu I really love that voice you know and Colleen and I were really just talking about this uh, she called me you're a first voice kind of guy and what she means is like the first time I hear the voice in English I immediately attach that voice to that face so I, I actually don't have a lot of other characters that I go, oh, I wish I could play that because as soon as I'm watching Cliff voice Bakugo, I'm like, there's no other voice at all. So, so I, I'm really happy with, with what I've been able to do. Uh, similar to Briar, I know I was so close to being Mina Ashido. <laughs> but Caitlin, she's so good and I just couldn't take it from her. So. And I think Justin's right. Like, I, it's not so much that I want to play Suyu, it's that I want to do an imitation of Monica Real. Because <laughs> that voice is so great. Yeah. Wonderful. Great question. Thank you so much. And so we're going to head over here, and uh, as you ask your question, that was my second rule. I did say a few rules, and only gave one. Uh, second rule, if you have a question for someone, make sure you know who it's toward. Otherwise, you could say for everyone. But uh, and I'll feel it from there. So question right there. Um, this is for all of you individually. What is the most awkward encounter you've ever had with a fan at any of these conventions or the ones you've done in the past? This question right now. I was about to say, had you said everyone together, you'd have nailed it. <laughs> so do you want to start a clipper this time? Do you have one? Uh, I don't ever feel comfortable no, that's good. I was just saying, because the answer is, the fans are great. Because what if they're in this room? <laughs> um, I don't know if you'd call it awkward, but a couple weekends ago, I got to see a couple that were cosplaying as Bakugo and Kirishima, and the awkward part was showing you the female Bakugo when I got back into Bakugal. Bakugal, yes. Uh, I think the most awkward question I've ever gotten, because I didn't immediately know how to respond, was how, does it, how do you feel like knowing that you 
really messed up this one show. And like, she meant it so sincerely. Like, does it, does it feel, like, how do you feel about knowing that it's not very good the way you did it? <laughs> did, did you feel like, it. did you feel like it. it wasn't good? Like... No, 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 not till that moment. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. She, she, I learned something that I think you're all amazing. <laughs> I truly, I have, the one that I have makes me too sad to remember, so. Oh, I want to know. No, 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 no. I want to know. Later. <laughs> uh, no, but, but truly, it is a testament to y'all. As far as uh, engagement on the, the My Hero side of things, everyone who comes to see me is very respectful and courteous yeah. and, and, and yeah. nice. Yeah. So, good on you. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, there you go. Good question. I'm so glad no answer started with while I was in Denver on Friday in 2019. <laughs> and it really cool. So our next question is right over there. First thing I want to say is thank you for coming to Denver Comic Con. Thank, thank you for that. I'm so happy to be here. My question is for all of you individually. How did all four of you get into voice acting? Christopher Sabat. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> Yeah, I guess specifically in the voice acting, the answer is also the gateway was a Christopher Sabat. But uh, yeah, that's true. I love that. Uh, Laura Bailey. <laughs> Who is here? Yeah, Ish. Ish, eventually. She's... I got introduced thanks to the illustrious Jerry Jewell. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! It turns out it's not what you know, it's who you know. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, great question. And now we're over here on the far right. Uh, for all of you, if you could have a hero name, like as a superhero, what would your name be? It, it cannot be Deku, Creati, Red Riot, or Lord Explosion Murder. <laughs> King Explosion Murder. <laughs> Challenge me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I even have close to an idea. Like for real life? Yeah, yeah real, real life. For real life. Sir Maximus. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'd read that. I, I mean, I know my power that I want. I was all ready for one of you to ask me that. But I don't know what the name for that power would be. Ooh, I know. When somebody asks the court question, then you guys get to name my character. That's what's gonna be. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, yeah, mine is also attached to the answer I usually give to my clerk. But the hint is that I'd grow my hair out and be called aphrodisiac. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're having fun now. <laughs> I love it. I've had people come up to me like, do you know what that means? <laughs> no, what is it? <laughs> I've just heard the word. Yeah, sounded fun. <laughs> All right. Well, great question. We're moving on to our next one right over here. Okay, so this is for all of you. Um, what has been the hardest scene for you to voice act and why? In this show or in yeah, our in readers? The, in the show. Uh, Bakugo's breakdown. Oh. Uh, it's, it's, 
It was hard uh, because there was a lot of emotions that I, uh, Colleen can attest to you that there were many times where she'd be like, it's really good. And I was like, but I want it to be perfect. And, uh, and also, Vodka goes always very hard on my voice. So, yeah. So you actually came back in. Like, you lost your voice. We came back in twice for that one. I think so, yeah. Dedication. I'm not sure that my hardest scene to work on has happened yet in this series, but I'm looking forward to it. Ooh! You heard it here first, Denver. Watch season four. Uh, my hardest one was not because it was very difficult for my character. Uh, it was because I was very sick. I, I'm losing my voice right now, so you can kind of hear what that sounds like. Um, but while I was directing the movie, and Cliff was directing the couple of episodes while I directed the movie, yep. uh, I was very, very sick. I, I, my hearing was gone, like I had plugged up my ears somehow uh, to the point where I could barely hear it. Everything sounded underwater, which is the best way to direct. I really recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so recording while that was happening was an exercise in trust for my engineer because I just had to be like, did that sound right? I can't tell. <laughs> um, mine is probably the fight against muscular at the summer camp. Uh, it was just sort of that perfect storm of like, very hard on my voice, very intense, and also very like emotional and heartbreaking. Uh, so I had to go and just stare at a wall for a few minutes after that. <laughs> Justin's funny, because when something's going wrong, like you, you kind of have to poke at you to know, because you, you just, he wants to be ready and say yes all the time. Like, I totally, it's, everything's good, everything's fine. And so like a little poke that time during that scene, you, are you sure? Are you sure you want to take a break? Are you sure you want to, you want to keep going? Maybe we should take a break. No, no, it's okay. Yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> Only since you asked. I'll do it for you. Next question right here. So this question is for all of you guys. Out of all the UI students, what is your favorite quirk? Yeah, even the audience is like, oh, Out of all of the characters' favorite quirks, what's our favorite one? Favorite quirk? Oh, favorite quirk, right? Okay. Oh, favorite quirk. Mine's the, the copycat boy in 1B, Bonoma. I think that's awesome. Like, you know, just window shopping for any quirk you want. Um, probably mine. I mean, that's a lame answer, but creating, creating that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Either that or, um, no, that one. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm afraid I don't know her name, but who is the girl with the earplugs? I kind of think that's awesome. I, yeah, I'm kind of in the audience. Of all the UA students, I'm gonna, I don't know that this is my favorite, but I, I do think it's funny. And it's, uh, uh, Kendo? Is that right? The, the big hands? I just think that's really funny. Just like, big hands. Like, that's as good a reason as any. I mean, why not, right? Yeah. Perfect. Great question. Uh, moving on to the next one right here. Uh, this is for all of you. Um, what was your most favorite voice acting scene? In this show? Yeah, in the show. From my hair. I, honestly, the whole scene where we're dressing up is the AI thing, so that's just hilarious. That's so far, I have a feeling. 
So do you. <laughs> uh, my favorite scene that I've, I've gotten to, to voice act is probably Bakugo versus Todoroki. So. I, I think my, my two favorites, I'm torn. Um, I really like the Bakugo breakdown moment with Izuku. And then I really like the United States of Smash moment with Sabin. That, that one made me cry, made him cry, which is always fun. I love making him cry. Um, so, yeah, that's my favorite. I always go back to Deku versus Todoroki. I just think the theming of that episode is so beautiful. The, the, it's my favorite episode. It's amazing. The art and everything is, is, is next level. And I can't watch it without crying. So like, how does it get better than that? I get goosebumps every time I watch that it's scene. so good. It gets better when Bakugo fights Todoroki. <laughs> <laughs> you asked. I can never make it that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great question. We're over here on the right again. Uh, this is for Clifford. Hi. How do you think Bakugo would react to being the number one hero? How do I think Bakugo would react to being the number one hero? Yeah. He will I mean... never know. <laughs> <laughs> he already is. <laughs> I think uh, Bakugo would react just by being like, told ya. <laughs> He'll finally calm down. <laughs> I think it would be funny because he wouldn't be able to, he would be so annoyed by all of the people who wanted a piece of him, like want him to come up and promote things and yeah. do things. He'd yeah. be so irritated he wouldn't be able to take it. <laughs> no, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Great question. We're back over here. How did you feel when you were assigned your character? How did you feel when you were assigned your character? <laughs> I was like, good job, Colleen. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nice casting. Justin, I, I, get it, I get immensely excited, and this was no exception. But it's 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 a, it's just it's exciting to me to get to be the custodian for any of the characters that I've been lucky enough to to be cast as. So yeah, I, I, it's a sense of, I don't know, it's like, ah, I need a sense of responsibility and importance. So I feel really great about it. Yeah, it, it was absolutely thrilling. Uh, even right from the top, we, we start telling just such a, a really cool, special story. So to be a part of that and to be able to share it uh, right away is it's really awesome. Uh, I really wanted to be in the show. Like, when we did the auditions and stuff, so, like, I was like, going into the auditions, I was like, I have to get a part, I have to get a part, I have to get a part. And, um, and it was funny, because I think I had committed Bakugo to memory at the time, but I had not committed Kotsky to memory. And so you messaged me and were like, hey, you're going to be Kotsky. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and I, had, I didn't know who we were talking about, but... But I was like, I got somebody. And I was like, oh, it's the right. Oh, okay, cool. I want him. Awesome. Great question. All right, over here. Okay, hi. So I had to write mine down because I'm very forgetful. Um, if anyone from Class 1A, including Aizawa, could trade work with another person from Class 1A, who would trade with who and why? Isn't there a piece of artwork? I don't know if this is official or just really high end fan art of all of the Class 1A characters. Swapped with someone else? Yeah, that was from the author. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Bakugo and Momo were switched. 
which I thought, yeah. which I thought was funny because you and I have directed some. You right. Yeah, it's a good mashup for in. for us, for but us, not yeah. for them. Yeah. She wouldn't want his, and he wouldn't want hers. But for <laughs> us, I, I think Montego wears the outfit well, though. That is true. Yeah, I think Deku would trade with Aizawa so that, you know, just for a moment, everyone could feel what he felt. Aww. This is how it was for me. <laughs> You're going dark Deku. I was gonna say, I feel like that's a really dark answer. Sometimes he goes dark Deku. No, it's just for science. <laughs> for empathy's sake. Very innocent. Yeah. yeah, I think Mineta would change places with Todoroki just to be the ladies' man, just to be the top, like, of something, anything. And I don't know, I don't want to trade. <laughs> oh, oh, well then with All Might, obviously. There you go. Great question, love that. Moving on to the next one over here. So this is for, uh, this is for all of you, but looks like Cliff kind of already answered. I was wondering, how did your guys' auditions go for your respective characters? They were all terrible, every one of them. <laughs> Colleen has the answer for all the characters. <laughs> we can tell you what we thought, and then she can tell you what really happened. <laughs> well guys, how did your auditions go? All auditions for me is just a moment of being just blacked out. Honestly, even sometimes voice acting can be that way. It's like as soon as you start the line, it's just like, oh God, I, she's told me 20 things. Let's hope we get 19 of them. You know, it's just, and, and, and so, but yeah, it's, it, as soon as you take off the director hat or producer or all these other things and you're just the voice actor, you, in the booth you're kind of just a piece of clay and the audition didn't really feel any different. You're cold reading these lines for the first time. There's the nervousness of auditioning in front of someone. Uh, and then you're hearing things, oh, try it, do this, and then do that, or put this intention here or there. And so I, I hope I did that, but yeah, I mean, I have no idea. I hope it went well. Good God. You got cast. I know, right? Just imagine how bad the rest of them were. <laughs> um, for me, uh, I have watched... I think when we did the auditions, the first two episodes were out in Japanese, so I watched those. Um, and like I said before, I, I really wanted to get into the show. Um, but I watched the first two episodes and I saw Deku and I went, oh, well, that's gonna be Justin Briner. Because um, just, just based on my own knowledge of the current casting talent pool that Funimation had and, and, and everything, I was like, that is Justin Briner, right there. And uh, so I went into it uh, really banking on Bakugo. I did read for Deku, but uh, I banked on Bakugo. And I tried to condition Bakugo to sound good against Justin Brenner. Like, it was a strategy. So. That's a clapper. Yeah. You had much more confidence in me than me. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, much like Cliff, I, I, I just really wanted to be involved with the, the series. It seemed very special to me. I'd watched a little bit of the show. I read a couple chapters of the manga, I think. Uh, and it just seemed very unique. I, I wanted to be part of telling that story. So I went in. I, Colleen, at that point, was the only director I had never worked with. So we didn't have any rapport or anything. Uh, I just I went in. I read for nearly everyone I could. And then I said goodbye. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, I, I didn't really leave with any feelings one way or the other, I just, 
I went in and did it. And oh, thankfully, it turned out well. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, my auditions for this show in particular, I was very certain that I wanted to cast people that I knew I could trust. Um, I, I, I like to cast outside of the box for a lot of shows, but for this one, I needed it to be people that you know could be relied on and would be there for a long time and weren't gonna be flaky. Um, and I was having a lot of trouble casting Izuku. I was listening to person after person, and in my head, I couldn't hear anybody that I knew as that character, which was hard, because in my head, I could hear most of the characters having, you know, like five people, okay, I know five people who would work for that, five people who would work for that, so I'm safe in the end. Uh, but Izuku, I had nobody. And then Justin walked in and just nailed it. Uh, and that was a really big weight off. And uh, after that, casting around him uh, became the key. So Cliff's strategy was smart. Uh, sounding good with Justin is kind of the way it should go. And then with most of the other veterans like these two, it's that they are so good that I could put them anywhere. Like they came in and they read, and I, it, it's like five characters that you would sound great as. Um, so it's just crafting the the ensemble together. Like if I'm gonna cast Justin here, then I need to make sure that he doesn't sound too alike with with Cliff, because otherwise those two characters having kind of a similar range, you would get them mixed up and it wouldn't sound right. So that kind of um, puzzle piece placing is what goes on next. Yeah, that was a great question. Some really cool answers. Love it. We're back to extreme range. Alright, uh, before I ask my question, I just want to say, uh, Hiroaka has become my favorite anime, and a big part of that has been to all of you guys and your talents, so thank you for that. Thank you. And I don't want to play favorites, but uh, Momo is the best. Don't at me. Oh, you heard it here first. And for my question, uh, is there any particular reason uh, why the video game one? Uh, once Justice was not dubbed. Producers? It, it, it just went so fast. It goes so fast sometimes. Um, we all wanted to do it. I mean, there's never a time when we don't want to dub something. Um, but it, it was a process that, that they were doing very quickly and we weren't going to be able to do it. So, yeah. Great, great question. Thank you. I'm going to, just a quick anecdote on that. Uh, a copy of Once Justice came through my autograph line at the last convention I was at, and Sabbath had signed it first, uh, and Sabbath wrote the funniest thing for it, and it just said, DUMP ME! <laughs> I, I actually laughed out loud uh, when it was handed to me. I was like, that was, that's too real. I hope that they make any more that we get a chance to do that. That would be great. Yeah, you guys aren't just up here like, no, no video games for us. No, we all want to. <laughs> yeah. We all want to, it's not anything to do with us. So, Alright, so Denver, start hashtagging it. Dub me. And it's not anything to do with them either, it's not like yeah. the video game company. No, Dubbing. it's just timing, yeah. That was a good answer, no, that's fair. Um, we're gonna go back over here to the left. So, I have a question for Mr. Justin Briner and Clifford. Hello. Um, so, with your guys' relationship in the show, it's very heated and, like, competitive. I really want to know how you guys act on the outside world out of anime. Are you friends? Like, what do you do? Have you noticed that we're about as far apart as possible? <laughs> you think that's 
A coincidence? <laughs> oh, no, he gets under my skin all the time. Uh, miserable. Miserable. <laughs> The truth is, we're actually the inverse, is I'm the really nice one, Justin's really I'm mean. the terror. Justin's yeah. really <laughs> <laughs> anytime, anytime Justin's been in a show that I directed, it's because Justin bullied his way into my cast. Cliff, give me the best character. Alright. Come on! <laughs> okay. And that's all it takes. You can tell I'm very adept at my... my bully. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 it, I, it's, it's great. I think, uh, I think we're good friends, and we... Whenever we hang out, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, and we, we have uh, the same interests, so that's always great, too. Yeah. There was one flight back from a convention where you and I made, like, nothing but puns the whole flight back. You must have hated us. About, <laughs> oh, my God. About, like, yeah. Mega Man or something like that. We were, like, we were just spitballing, like, these things. I'm sure everybody in the seats around us hated us. It really went places. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> friends. Oh, friends. All right, right there. This question is for all of you. If you could, if in real life, what character would you be most like besides the characters you play on the show? I think Colleen would tell you we're all like the characters we play on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So that's unfortunate that you said other than the characters. <laughs> Cliff, what are you going to do? Justin, what are you gonna do? Well, I fancy myself a bad boy like Todoroki. So. <laughs> That's an easy one for me. We should all answer for each other. I'm okay with that. You wanna do that? Yeah. Chaco. Aww. Aww. Yeah. Like that. Uh. Uh, Tetsu Tetsu. Tetsu Tetsu. Which is totally cheating. Uh, I would say, uh, Justin, you are Principal Nezu. <laughs> Actually, that's quite a compliment. <laughs> it is. It's the super smart one. Yep. I'm Momo. <laughs> Colleen is very Momo. Pretty much. Very Except for the insecurity complex. No other answers. No other answers. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, no, really great question. That was fun. Alright, moving on right over here. Uh, which character from the manga would you be most excited to see come to life? For all of from the years. manga? Yeah. That hasn't happened that yet? That hasn't happened yet. I don't read ahead, so I don't know. Yeah, I have to cheat on this one. I don't no spoilers! I don't read ahead, so I don't know. Who are you looking forward to the most? I mean, it's... I'm definitely more Mirio, but we, since we already have seen him, yeah, we've already, uh, I, I, he's going to be awesome. I want to see Fat Gum. I'm excited about Fat Gum. Yeah, it's going to be rough. I'm very excited about Aerie. Oh, yes. Um, I'm, 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 I'm taking all casting suggestions. I'm going to say Gentle. <laughs> I'm just going to say Winter. Are you excited about Gentle? I kind of am. I'm going to say Winter Suit Bakugo. I just want to see his winter suit. I keep getting fan art of it, and I'm like, one day. <laughs> oh, um, uh, oh, I forget what the new, the the new villain set is called, but um, yeah, I'm excited about him. Yes. So we got a lot of good things possible. It's gonna be good. Yeah, we got we got room. The guy with the long nose. I'll just say that. Yeah. Love it, love it. Great question. Thank you so much. All right, over here. Hey guys. Um, so I have two questions, but the first one is directed towards Clifford. 
I actually um, grew up on Long Island, and if I'm not mistaken, you went to Hofstra University? I did. Uh, my question is, how did you find Funimation, and did Hofstra kind of play any role in that? Man, Google Maps will take you far. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's such a, it's a, man, that's a long answer uh, for what seems like a short question. But um, I had been studying and pursuing voiceover uh, sort of on my own and taking every opportunity that I had to, to learn about that. Um, in fact, uh, I went to New York Comic Con several times. I can't tell you how many times I actually did see you guys. Like, yeah, eh. I think I remember a pan I remember walking by a panel room, I think, when you guys first, around the time that you guys got like One Piece or something. Really? I actually remember being like, oh, I think that's just a cook a con click a beer. Like, why do I? Have you been playing it cool all this time? Are you huge fans of ours? No. <laughs> you can admit it. It's okay, Cliff. No. Now I know. But, um, uh, but so I, you know, I wanted to be a voice actor, and I, I really just sort of analyzed the market after I was out of college, and even though I was in New York, uh, the New York voiceover market was pretty dead at the time. There wasn't a whole lot going on, and it's like, uh, anybody that I spoke to about it was like, you have to be on Broadway. I was like, uh, I don't want to be on Broadway. I don't want to go to Broadway to be on Pokemon. Like, so, uh, so then it came down to Texas and California, and, and you know, I was out of college, so I was broke. And uh, there was no way I was going to afford living in Los Angeles. And so I was like, well, then I guess I will go to Texas. And so you specifically moved to Texas to do dub work? To do voiceover work. To do voiceover work. Okay. That's fascinating. I did not know that. Yep. Great. Was there part two? William. Great. All right. No, that's true. Because there's one question. Cool. So we're moving. So I'm gonna say real quick. We have about five minutes left. We're gonna see how many more questions we can get to. But I see more than we definitely have time for. So they have booths, and you can visit those booths and ask any other questions you have. Yeah, clap for the booths. This is booths where some very cool things happen. You get a chance to actually talk and meet and get some get some merch, get some souvenirs. And so definitely do that if you don't get a question asked. Definitely do that in general. And you're gonna be time, but we're gonna see how many we can get. We have about four and a half minutes left, so we're gonna go right over here. This question's for all of you. What's your favorite line from the show? Die! <laughs> Deku! <laughs> I'm not exactly sure of the line specifically, but, but the scene where it is that, that Kirishima brings the suit in the movie for you. Uh, just that set of lines there really, that was pretty funny too. Yeah. I, I love humor, so that was it. Uh, farewell all for one, farewell one for all. Eat this! <laughs> what an emotional roller coaster! Celebrity chef. 
I see. He's a really good cook. Celebrity food taste tester. <laughs> That's a show. We've established their friends, and this does it again. I, I, I have no clue. I, I have like the fantasy of like you know like the the like a restaurant or a bar like a, 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 or a vinyl shop or a vinyl record store or something. But but to me, it's always on an island somewhere, <laughs> which seems horrible for business. But again, it's a fantasy, so yeah. I, Retire? Can I do that one? I'd like yeah, that to works. retire. Make a good director, like a film director. Oh, I would like to do that. I'd like to direct a movie. Mm. Yeah. Wonderful. No, great question. Very fun. All right, next question right here. Uh, hello. Um, my question is, is there any major similarities in between you, the voice actors, and your characters? This question's for all of you guys. Yeah, do you relate? How do you relate to your characters? No. <laughs> and whatever Colleen says is a lie. I typecast y'all. <laughs> Kirishima has a heart that's that seems to be very much like mine. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I feel I feel very similar to him. Uh, we share an energy for sure. It's harder to come up with things that aren't alike. Yeah. yeah. And you start to relate to the character the more you do it. Sure, find his ways. Yeah. Oh, very good. Type A and bossy. <laughs> Over here. Um, first, I just want to thank you all for coming to Denver Comic Con. I'm a huge fan of My Hero Academia. Thank you. And, um, my question is, what is your favorite thing that you have dubbed? That you have dubbed for your character. Thing you've dubbed for your character? Well, or something from your character. Something you've dubbed from your character? No, like the thing that you've said that's your character's line. Oh, oh. our favorite line from our character. Yeah. Uh, I really like, uh, this goes back to like my favorite episode, but I really like the, uh, the speech that Bakugo has against Todoroki. Um, I've talked about this many times, uh, is that the the Deku versus Todoroki fight feels very important of like, you have to do things for yourself, but the uh, Bakugo versus Todoroki fight is very much about like, but you also have a commitment to other people. And, um, and so I do feel like, you know, Justin has a very important scene uh, with Todoroki in that, in the Deku fight, but then the Bakugo one is, I, I think, uh, very similarly important. So. That was against the rules. <laughs> it, uh, it has to be of our character? Yeah. Because yeah. we kind of answered that a little bit yeah. earlier. But yeah, so I guess I'll go back to that. I mean, really, all of the scenes throughout the movie between Bakugo and, and Kirishima I very much enjoyed, but uh, especially when he shows up with the suit and the irritation that brought that, that was hilarious to me. Uh, for Momo, probably the, the dressing up in costume scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Holy whoa, I just talked to a girl! <laughs> and I think that's a perfect spot to uh, conclude this panel. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play.